Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. I have Ed from the Neutral Corner Podcast, and we're going to talk about the Disney Bundle Plus deal with ESPN and Hulu. And also, we're going to talk about Kevin Conroy's announcement from Crisis on the Infinite Earths CW crossover, and talk about other things that might be very important to you guys. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. My guest today is Ed from the Neutral Corner Podcast. What's up, Ed? How much? How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Yo, man, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast with you, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has been a little while. I'm excited. Uh, I was listening to you know some of the podcasts and stuff recently and, and catching up, so I'm glad that uh, that I could be on. <laughs> oh, really? You're cool, man. You listen to my podcast, huh? Always, always, yeah. Well, I appreciate you being um, one of my faithful listeners, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think the last time we did something, man, was myself, you, um, Trevor, and Ava, if I'm saying that right, Eva? Eva? Yeah, yep, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was something political on your podcast. (laughs) Yeah. It's very likely, especially with with that with that crew. It, things it, it's always going to end up political at some point. Yeah, yeah, it did, man. I was like the fourth person, man. I, I didn't say much. I need to go back and listen to that podcast. I believe, man, it's been so long, like four years ago. No, three years ago. Yeah, it was three yeah. years ago, man. Yeah, we haven't been recording as regularly as, as we had in the past. It can it can be difficult sometimes, and especially as you know, life takes you in uh, in uh, different ways. It's sort of you know. <laughs> I, I know, man. I, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean, dude. I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, when was the last time you did an uh, episode on your podcast? Whew. It, it's probably. I think. I think maybe our we did a rant about Trump about six months after inauguration, <laughs> and that might have been the last one. Oh, damn. And, and if I had to. If I had to guess why we haven't done it as much recently, is it's just been too too much. <laughs> we knew we know it's going to go there eventually, and it's like we're too aghast to to, to get back together. Um, yeah, because I know Trevor's <laughs> doing his thing. You know, I'm and your um and his brother was on there too with us one time too. Was it Ian? Yep, Ian, yeah, it was yeah. Ian. Right, yeah, Ian was on there with us also. But um, like yep. I said on my podcast, I really don't get political. I might say a little something there, but I don't get deep into it. Cause I try to stay away from that, but I think today might change a little bit on the topic we're going to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, I think the topic, I mean, the topics I was going to talk about today was going to be the Disney plus bundle, which came out this past week. The news came out this past week and, um, they said it's going to be 1299, man. And I'm like, and they're like, wow, this is awesome. 1299. That's like Netflix on price, you know what I'm saying? But what you get mm-hmm. is you get Disney Plus, plus Hulu, plus ESPN Plus. So you get three, um, I guess, streaming services, man, in a bundle yeah. pack, man. That's that's nice, man. I I really like. I had to read. I had to look at it again. I read it again. Like, whoa, this is pretty pretty cool, man. So I could actually 
watch my Disney movies and TV shows and animation and stuff like that. Then turn around, I guess, do some stream, live streaming on ESPN or a Sports Center. I don't know how that go, how that works. I don't know. And um, mm-hmm. and Hulu, which I already have Hulu, so what I'm probably have to do is cancel that subscription, then get that bundle. I mean, yeah. So what's your thought on that, um, Ed? So when I first heard about this, like I thought it was going to be, you know, it would just be Disney. So it would be all the Marvel stuff and the Disney catalog and, um, you know, and then they'd probably, yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe, okay, well then they'll charge like, you know, 10 bucks or something for just for Disney stuff. And then when I saw that they, they had that bundle and, and with ESPN plus, which I mean that that's a paywall I sometimes run up against and it's like, Oh, actually I would like to read that article or watch that little video clip, but it's, you know, ESPN plus. So whatever. So I just don't bother. Um, although I think you can actually watch some like stream, some sports for more obscure, you know, like I, I think maybe even some college football and, and pro football, you can maybe get some games that aren't in your area. If it's carried on that. Um, yeah. and then with Hulu, I was like, I was like, man, that's, that's a really good deal. My biggest problem with, especially with that price, I mean, right, like you right. said, for it's wow, that that is that's that's a really attractive price, and I think it has to be because it is competing against Netflix and not um, Netflix and only though. And you got Amazon, Netflix. Now you got um, HBO Max. It's ridiculous, yeah. man. I'm looking at everything that that streaming service is going to have. I'm like, wow, it, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my biggest issue with it was when I saw the Hulu, I thought the same thing you did. I was like, well, I have Hulu and that's great. So I, I'm just paying a little bit more and then I get all this extra stuff for free. Oh, free. I'm not paying for it, but yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but my issue was that it's not the premium. Like we get the, the, have the, whatever the, I think it's like $11 Hulu, whatever the one that doesn't have ads. Oh yeah. That's um, the, that's the max right there. I think it's 11. Yeah. I got the five ninety nine. But that's the, and that's the thing for if you if you if that's the version you have this is this is a fantastic you know uh upgrade like it, it it's really really straightforward but they don't have an additional tier for if you have the no ads version and you want to keep the no ads so it's like man i so it's like okay well i'll i'll get i'll gain you know the disney plus stuff the espn plus stuff but i'm losing my ad free streaming uh, and it's sort of like, oh man, I don't, I don't know, you know? So at, at that point I have to start asking myself, well, like I already own most of the Marvel movies, you know, <laughs> already yeah, I, yeah. on like dig- digital or DVD or something. Um, and you know, so I, I start doing that mental math where it's like, okay, on Hulu, you know, they're pulling away. What is it like the office and, uh, maybe parks and rec. I forgot what it was. Uh, but but that, some of the shows. But those are mostly NBC uni, NBC Universal shows, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's, that's yeah. the reason why I believe, and I think um, for the Hulu. I mean, the thing the thing for me for Hulu is I watch a lot of anime on Hulu, mm-hmm. and I wonder how that's going to pan out, man. Because HBO Max, I mean, Time Warner has Crunch, Crunchyroll, which is a anime streaming service, right? Yeah, and yeah. Crunchyroll have that anime on there, and also Hulu. So, what's to say that mm-hmm. they take that part, that anime part off? I mean, that anime right there off of Hulu, 
And they're like, damn, that's kind of crazy because most of the time, I mean, if you, I watch most of my anime on Hulu, you know, Trevor watched anime too. I mean, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, that's one thing that's I'm thinking about. I'm worried about that they're going to actually keep it or take it away, you know, because it's, yeah. like, it's different licensing companies for anime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And and I, one of the worries for because like we cut the cord, like we canceled our cable probably three years ago because um, it, it was a lot cheaper for us just to get Netflix and Hulu and cancel everything, you know, cancel the cable and then uh, just have like we actually we bumped up our Internet speed and then added Netflix and Hulu and it was still cheaper than the cable bundle that we had at the time. But the worry that is kind of coming to life is that all of this stuff is going to be what you used to pay in cable fees. You're going to end up paying again in all these multiple streaming service packages because they're going to break everything out. You know, like you said, what happens if they spin out the the anime and say, well, you know, uh, we can get more money for that if people subscribe to Crunchyroll. So we'll just go ahead and, you know, sort of keep that and bundle it there and then uh or add it as an add-on right as like some kind of premium upgrade you get crunchy roll or whatever in which case it's like ah, don't don't nickel and dime me i'm you know it's I, which i agree yeah i totally agree with you on that one nickel and diamond man because like you i didn't have I haven't had cable in a long time dude mm. i can't recall the last time i had i think i have had i have not had cable for like um Let's see, probably going on eight years, maybe mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. So I mean, I don't miss it, but like you said, what you said is that now with all these streaming services, man, it's going to add up like you having a regular cable bill now. I once again, yeah. you know, because you're gonna yeah. pay twelve ninety nine there, twelve ninety nine there. Um, Netflix, Disney Plus, then you got um Amazon Prime, which. By the way, if you paid one hundred nineteen dollars for a year for Prime, you get Amazon Video, right? But if you yeah. don't, yeah. you're gonna have to pay another twelve ninety nine. So you're looking at that. Then, you know, like I said, HBO Max they, they announced their thing, and you don't know how much that is going to cost, right? Because it could be like fifteen ninety nine. So you might end up yeah. you, if you have like <laughs> if you have like four or five streaming services, man, you're looking like probably like fifty sixty bucks plus your internet provider. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Internet provider, whoever you have, AT and T, Universe, or Xfinity, whoever, you know, that's the, what mm-hmm. you got to think about. And I and I say, damn, man, this is a lot to take in. You know, do I really want to go that yeah. way? Because my I'm not a rich man. I don't have, I'm not wealthy at all. I'm not. I'm not that. I don't have the kind of money to spend. You know, for, for that that so much streaming service, man. So you're gonna have to pick and choose what you really want, and just go yeah. with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel the same way. You know, it's sort of like at some point I started figuring out, okay, well, what if I just buy the shows that I watch on repeat? You know, some of the ones I just watch all the time. And then at that point, I really because even now, if I look back at my watching history for Netflix and Hulu, I bet I'm watching the same four shows, (laughs) you know, just like, oh, okay, I'll go. Now it's time to go back to, um, uh, you know, uh, 30 rock. And then I'm going to go back to watching parks and rec, or I'm going to go back to, you know, whatever. And then, so there, there are times where I'm like, I'm just going to buy this stuff. And then maybe it costs a little more upfront, but over like a three year period, I'm paying less because I'm not subscribing to all these, uh, services. But the one 
curveball really is uh, like Crunchyroll as well, like for the anime, because that stuff, it's always crazy expensive. It feels like no matter whether you're buying it digital or, um, you know, on disc, like it, it's just so expensive. Oh, and dude, I know exactly. I know. Like I said, you know, Trevor, he he's into anime and I, I, I get anime. I got this. It's so expensive, dude. And that with yeah. Crunchyroll, what I have Crunchyroll on my Roku. I don't pay for it, man. I have to wait like a week and a week later for the new episodes to come out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, th- that's yeah. a lot of money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, that's the, the curveball. And, and I mean, I don't know. For I, I like the fact that there are still the, the two, sir, you know, with the Funimation service and with Crunchyroll, it's like it helps kind of keep prices down because they are essentially competing with each other. So they've got to keep you know, competitive, but, you know, sometimes it'd be like, man, it would be great if there was like, you know, maybe a merger of those two and you get like just this massive, you know, catalog of, of anime. I might be able, you know, I might feel comfortable spending a little bit more for that large catalog, but yeah, um, I, I, you know, I yeah. worry that, yeah, that I, they would charge way too much for it. <laughs> yeah. I think they would, man. You know, anime is, is a niche thing. It's, I mean, they have his fans, you know what I'm saying? And that's the mm-hmm. thing. And what I think, what is it? What Funimation? What is it? Twelve, ten ninety nine? Was it ten ninety nine a month or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, and Country Road, something like that. Also, I believe. But mm-hmm. um, that's like you say, if they only had one service and they come to an agreement, say, look here, we want a, a a one streaming service that shows everything from Funimation, from Sentai, from Country Road. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, if you could do stuff like that, uh, Anaplex America, oh god, oh man, they are so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> they are so expensive, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm kind of glad Netflix got to deal with them because, man, you just have you seen the yes. price of their Blu-rays and DVDs? Yeah, dude, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It, it's crazy. Like I, I get it. Back in the day, you know, back in like the '80s and '90s when. You know, dis- distribution wasn't as widespread as it is now, and you know, production costs were high. But like nowadays, I, I, I feel like they just held on to that price because the the customers are used to it, and so they just sort of leave it like that, you know, rather than trying to like bring it down. I, it doesn't need to be that expensive. I can't imagine it, needs to be that it is crazy, man. It's some shows that I like from Anaplex, man. I mean, it's, it's only yeah. a few shows that Anaplex kind of licensed out to someone else. I mean, I mean, Funimation did. It was Anaplex, yeah. um, Full Metal um, Alchemy. That was one of the shows yeah. that Anaplex did that Funimation licensed, you know. But mm-hmm. that's the only one I can remember. But like you said, that thing is so expensive, dude. They hold on to that, that, that model of selling DVDs and Blu-rays still to mm-hmm. this day, man. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hell, hell, Funimation got a um essential um line. You know what I'm saying? They show comes mm-hmm. out for like a year or so, then it goes out being fifteen dollars, twenty dollars for a Blu-ray. Come on, dude. Yeah, seriously. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but you know, like, but I I do think I try to every year take a look at all the things I'm subscribing to and then see like, okay, have I used it? in enough in the last year to keep this, keep up with the subscription. Um, and I think now the new curveball is going to be this, this Disney plus and to see like, okay, you know, if, if I like, cause I know if I look at some other thing and I cancel that, like that could be the thing that I just go, Oh, perfect. Well, that kind of just paid for itself. Right. Like now I can, I'll get rid of this other service and I'll just add in 
uh, Disney Plus. But I'm really hoping that they do add. I know they're doing some original programming too, yeah, right? They, they are so. doing original programming, man. That's the reason why I'm going to get it. It's it's going to come out until next year. The Marvel or original um um television shows they got going on. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm waiting for that, you know, for the Loki, Wonder Vision, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, stuff like that. I'm waiting for next year, which they are filming some of those shows right now as we speak. Yeah. And um, but they think 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 about what Disney has acquired though. They acquired Fox, so their catalog yeah. is pretty huge, man. Now, I mean, the television shows, the movies. I mean, that's a lot going on on Disney yeah. Plus. So, I mean, it's just not the Disney yeah. um, movies, the TV shows now. You got the Fox television shows. You have the Simpsons, of course, you know? <laughs> yeah. 30, 30 years of that. Whoa, you could binge watch the damn Sim- Simpsons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I remember rocking my, uh, it was it was a Bart Simpson, you know, I think it said, like, just Calabunga on it. And he had him with the slingshot. On my T-shirt when I was in seventh grade. Wow! And that show is still and that show is still on TV. Dude, that's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Man, that's thirty some yeah. seasons, right? Thirty seasons. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm a forty three year old man and <laughs> when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that one, dude. That, that's a lot, man. So yeah. I mean, I mean, what's your um. What's your prediction? What's your theory? Not prediction, yeah, of when it first come out that everybody gonna jump on board with the bundle, or you think people just wanted to have Disney Plus, man? Because they gonna have to have like just the Disney Plus, then the bundle pack. You know what I'm saying? Just not the yeah. bundle pack in itself. I I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be pretty big, and the main reason is is that, that I think they said they would have that whole back catalog of Disney movies, right? And right. there are. You know, I, I mean, anyone who's got kids knows that they're they're going to latch on to some Disney movie and they're going to want to watch that thing about a thousand times. And so I, the idea of having this whole back catalog that's always available and, you know, because Disney used to do that thing where they would say, oh, we're taking Cinderella out of the vault. And, they, you know, they didn't sell any DVDs or VHS tapes of those movies for like a 10 year window. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so it's like if so if your tape got, you know, like shredded in the VCR or something happened to the the DVD, then like you were kind of screwed until they released it again. So um that is a plus know. for that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they got all the Disney animation movies way back. You're right because you yeah. have to put them in the vault. You couldn't you won't see them again until like 10 years later. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's got that, that appeal certainly for like, you know, the younger kids, obviously it's got all those movies. It appeals to the grownups with like the ESPN plus, you know, who want all of the access to that sort of, you know, the premium stuff that ESPN offers. Um, and then Hulu, which I mean, everyone kind of is okay with, right? Everyone kind yeah, of likes I'm, shows. I like, so. the, I like the shows, the Hulu yeah. shows. Yeah, of course. I mean, and plus the fact that Hulu got their own original um, shows too. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you got the Runaways, um, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. You know, you got that, and you, you have other stuff on there. Um, Hands Made, um, the Hands Made Tale. Yeah. 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 So, damn, just thinking about it, dude, that is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of content there. Um, you know, and I tend to try to think of things, especially these subscription services, because if I sign up, I'm probably going to hang on to it for like a year. Right. Um. And so I try to think of it like, okay, if they, if they do have a pay for the year option, I'll do that because maybe save 10% or something. But 
Um, at the end of the day, I say, okay, was it worth whatever the, I mean, let's say it's 150 bucks for, you know, whatever the whole year. It's like, all right, was it really worth this? Did I use it enough to where, you know, I'd rather have that money to do something else, you know, and if it passes that test, I keep it. And if not, I just drop it. But, um, I have a feeling, you know, especially cause it's one thing to have access to all this stuff, but like, you know, if all of a sudden it's got like really cool like a really neat uh, app for like, you know, if there's an ESPN plus app for my phone or, you know, a Disney plus app for my, you know, for the Roku or whatever, like that can, that goes a long way. If it's like really easy to use and easy to find new stuff that you maybe haven't watched and before. Th- and that's the thing, man, how is it going to format it? I mean, as far as, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, man, I mean, you got one side that's a Disney plus the other side is Hulu. I mean, I can't even wait. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm definitely going to buy it. I mean, I'm going mm-hmm. to buy it, so I'm going to do that. Um, so my thing is, I'm going to buy it I'm, I'm for my twelve ninety nine in my Netflix. So that's the only streaming service I'm really going to have. Yeah. So that's me. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I the one that's on my on my outs right now is my Funimation because I do have a subscription there, and it's uh, but I just don't watch it enough to be honest. Like I just, I, I just don't watch it enough. For, for that stuff, you know. Well, you are. You're way different than your cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's scouring all parts of the internet to find these, like, oh, this is a single run show that no one's heard. Of. It's never come out of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's he, good at that stuff. He really is, yeah. man. He really is. I learned from him. Shit. I mean, <laughs> that's you need to have someone like that, right? You need to have someone who can tell you. It's like, look, there's this ocean of garbage, and I need to know what's good, you know. And and he can tell you what's the good thing to watch. Or, yeah, yes. Or, or even those ones where it's like, this one's really kind of iffy, but man, it's got a great character. Or, you know, like he can tell you those ones that like, you know, he, he wades through all that garbage for you. So that way he can help boil up the ones that are worth watching. Right. And since we're talking about a shout out to Trevor, anime expert. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Resident anime expert on retainer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's it, man, for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you want to buy Disney Plus, guys, go ahead and buy it. You know what I'm saying? If you're a Disney fan, Star Wars, if you're a sports fan, ESPN, check that out. So my next topic, man, and like I say, um, Ed, I don't do much political stuff, but this um, is dear to me. Uh <laughs> So, um, President, um, you know who, anyway, <laughs> he said yeah. that, um, this is the same old song, man, but it's just a different president, man. That the re- he just, the politician said, oh, well, you know what? Gaming is bad. It caused violence. So after the mass shooting, he saw all of a sudden he said, oh, well, video games are bad and, um, they caused, uh-huh. um, violence and stuff like that. Now, this is my opinion, man. I love my video games. I love to play games like Borderlands. It's, you know, it's a lot. It's violent, but it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy. It's nothing, nothing bad about it, man. And mm-hmm. watching, playing on games, man, is more of me relaxing. I might get upset sometimes, you know. I, I, um, someone killed me from behind. Like, damn it! I mean, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. To, but <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I know some people throw the they freaking um control it in the tv screen i know people like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but me but me i'm not gonna do that i'm just i'm i'm, I'm gonna curse a little bit oh man speak i'm gonna say somebody else i'm speaking of someone and once again i'm gonna shout out to trevor <laughs> i seen trevor one time 
<laughs> Yo, he was pissed, man, one time at the game. He's 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 a gamer too, man. But man, but anyway, oh, yeah. anyway, man, it's the same old story, dude. They always it's blaming on the video games. It's blaming on the movies. Mm-hmm. They're blaming on rap. Okay, they always yeah. they always got to have something, some kind of scapegoat of blaming something over somebody else on what they've done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. don't don't um blame uh a um not a company but a, um what's the word I'm looking for here don't blame it's like a hobby a hobby like a, yeah like an activity yeah yeah a hobby man yeah. there's an activity and a hobby so it's granted we have games like Grand Theft Auto with violence and you know sex prostitution you know something like that you can mm-hmm. pick up a prostitute in one of those games then you got other games that that's like <laughs> military game like Call of Duty you know yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. to me, man, that's that's another thing within itself that you know you want to like blame something for someone um, doing something very evil, blame on something that's very innocent as entertainment, as a hobby for a kid or a teenager or an adult like me. So that's yeah. that's, that's my opinion. So, what you think about it? Yeah, I mean this this has really been one of the NRA talking points for a long time where it's it's this deflection, you know, it's like it's not the guns. That's always going to be their responses. It's not the guns. It's it's the person. And what caused that person to do it? Well, you can come up with any hundreds of, you know, ideas as to as to what it could be, and one of them is often going to be the the violent video games. And it just doesn't pan out. I mean, it's sort of even the argument just really stops when you look at, okay, well, you know, in Japan and South Korea, like video games are just, it, it saturated the market. Like it, it, they're prevalent in every part of the culture and they don't have this kind of gun violence there. Right. Cause they don't have the guns. Right. And so like, you don't get this type of violence there. Every now and then you hear about someone who goes crazy and stabs some people in a marketplace or something. And that's someone who is clearly like disturbed. But you can't draw the line back to a video game, right? It's not like it's like there's a game out there. It's like, hey, just go stab people. Like, no, there's no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous, man. It's just like they say, blame rap music for violence and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember one time NWSA fucked the police. Oh no, yeah, are talking about the police, kill the police. No, yeah. they ain't talking about killing police, man. They're talking about what's happening in their neighborhood in the hood. So yeah. that's what that's not my thing. But I'm not gonna. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, and it really boils down to the fact that I'm I'm seeing something the other day about what the like the average age of a U.S. senator um, was like, you know, like 65 or something like that. And you know, a lot of them, it's getting to the point now where some of these younger younger politicians, you know, they've grown up with video games. I'm sure they played, you know, uh, was it uh, uh, Street Fighter, and they've played, you know. Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, Call of Duty, or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like they've they've played that stuff, and they know it's harmless. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you go, it's it's the same reason why they can use you know they can use rap music and they can use all these other things where it's like, oh, that that group of that generation, they just don't. It, it scares them. It's different. They they don't understand it, and it's an easy scapegoat for them to say, oh, well, that makes sense to me, right? Um, and so, you know, because then they're talking about, oh, we used to, you know, go play baseball in the sandlot. And it's like, yeah, there's also lots of real bad stuff they did, too. But there was just, you know, not a megaphone for it the way that there is now, especially when you've got, you know, the top elected leader in the country, you know, 
like espousing all this stuff and sort of giving it voice, which is really what he's done for most of his tenure anyways, which is take these crazy ideas and give them a megaphone, all these conspiracy theories and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, yeah. Wh- why not add video games? It, it equals, you know, violence. And well, like, you know, yeah. Like, well, like I said, man, same old story, different year, same thing. And I'm going to leave mm-hmm. it at that. You know what I'm saying? That was my little yeah. thing for that. My political thing right there for right now. I think I'm not going to do another one no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I just wanted that kind of bothered me a little bit. Like this has been yeah. like the same old thing, man. I'm, I'm in my, I was the teenager was talking about video game violence. Oh, Immortal Kombat, I think was the one that actually yeah. had them do the, um, the, the grading system, not the grading system. Yeah. The label. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, the ESRB stuff, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mortal Kombat, until this day. And, you know, the thing is, and the thing is, is I remember, like, I mean, I, I probably started playing video games right around the time that, like, Super Mario Brothers came out. I know, I, I, I mean, I played Atari and stuff like yeah, that. I, had you know, a, I think everyone yeah. got, like, yeah, everyone got, like, the, the, the garage sale Atari, you know? Right, like, <laughs> right. Like, the, the, the little rubber cover was coming off the joystick or the, you well, know, the, well, the wood paneling well, was coming may, off. Maybe for you. No, I remember my mom bringing me the Atari out the box. Oh, oh, yeah, nice, man. man. No, we, yeah. we, ours, ours was the garage sale one. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I was that was my first video game, the Atari with that one button and that joystick, man. Pac Man was the mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> so, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but like the one, but the one that 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 the only time I ever felt shocked by a video game or like any impact like that is. Um, when I first saw Mortal Kombat in the arcade, like that, because it was because it was like the digitized people, you know, it yeah. was like, oh man, that was just so like shocking for the time. But that also wore off by like you know the next day, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you see the the shock and all of it, like damn. But then you got used to it, you know, like okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, we grew up in a generation that we know this stuff is not real, and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's all about yeah. escapism, man. It's anything of a hobby that you have. It's either reading yeah. a comic book, playing a video game, playing sports. It's someone that's a hobby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bad day at work or someone piss you off and you just want to blow off steam. It's like, you know, I'm just going to go put in Overwatch and I'm just going to, like, mow down a bunch of people. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and some people don't mind talking shit to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have, have a 12-year-old tell me, like, call me every terrible name in the book. Oh, man. Well, I can hear his mom cooking dinner in the background. <laughs> Did you get your son? He's cursing. Like, yeah, you motherfucker. Like, what? What? <laughs> what exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I will say this: there, there is one, genre, there one genre of game that I do feel impacts you in real life, and that's driving games. Because oh. if you've ever gone and played like a Forza or something, where you're just like, uh, or even, I mean, we could even say Grand Theft Auto. You know, where you're just like, you know, there's there's lots of you're sort of trying to thread the needle going down like the wrong way down a street in between <laughs> cars and stuff. Yeah. And then if you have to do that and then get into your car and start driving, like sometimes you get to that traffic, you're like, Oh, just nudge this guy out. You know? Wow. <laughs> that, yeah. 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 I, I did that one father's day, one father's day. I was playing Forza for like four hours straight. And then we went to dinner and I was like, I normally don't speed. I, I'm really good about going the speed limit. And I was like, that's why I'm doing 20 over to get to dinner. And I got pulled over and my son never lets me forget it now. But it was totally, I had that like, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm just used to going, you know, 
180 miles an hour in my uh, Nissan GTR. So, <laughs> <laughs> so of course I'm gonna take my Subaru in speed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, but um, like I said, I'm not going to even talk about the video game thing no more, man. Like I said, that's my little uh, rent of the week yeah. for me. So moving yeah. forward, we are going to our next topic, which I think I was um talking about the Crisis on Infinite Earth, the big crossover that's mm-hmm. on in the CW shows, right? Yeah. Uh, have you been yeah. watching any of those shows? Because I'm very behind. A, li- a little bit, a little bit. Okay. But I-, I do want to hear your take on it, though. All right. Now, I actually read the trade. I didn't read the books when it was single issues, right? Um, the story behind it is that you call this it's a thing called the anti monitor and he's wanna mm-hmm. destroy all realities, all different um I guess parallel worlds of all different heroes, you know, because it's not just one Superman. There's another Superman. Right. You know, so right. DC is known for that having like multiple Earths, you know. And mm-hmm. um I read it, that was the death of Flash, Barry Allen Flash in the comic book. And you know that's oh. when they had merged like one one universe, just one Earth at the time after the event was done, and you know it was a it was a lot of people dying because you know DC has a thing of doing a hard I'm doing a hard reboot of their yeah. books because <laughs> there's always a crisis. <laughs> There's always a crisis on yep. DC. <laughs> so you got the you got your infinite crisis, identity crisis, the final crisis. I mean, it's a crisis everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so this was back in the '80s, I believe. Um, crisis on the Infinite Earths, man. And um, it was I read it, man. It was good. You know, it was the death of one of the major characters in the DC on you know, comic books at the time. But now they, you know, mm-hmm. you never stay dead in the books. So he's back. He's been back for a yeah. while now. So yeah. that's what I think is based off of because it's multiple Earths, you know, and they was mm-hmm. trying to fight this common enemy called the Anti Monitor. You had the monitors and you had the Anti Monitor. So yeah, mm. yeah, and the Psycho Pirate was part of it too. Psycho Pirate. Psycho Pirate. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the book version. I don't know how it's going to be in the CW because I think this is the Arrow last year. This is the last season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. going forward, they're having Batwoman. I think the Flash might still be around. Um, let me see who else. Um, oh, the Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know about that, but they are introducing. They already introduced Batwoman already in one of the episodes oh, last okay. season. Yeah. So, moving to the TV shows now. When they announce some of the characters who's going to play, um, some actors playing the uh, characters. And they mentioned Kevin Conroy. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> oh, so I said, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I met the guy like um, a month ago. Yeah, and um, oh really? Yeah, I met the guy a month ago, man. Um, at uh, Atlanta Comic Con, man, got an autograph and everything. Cool guy. And um, I heard the news; he's playing Bruce Wayne. I said, come on. Who else could play Batman and Bruce Wayne? You yeah. Know? Come on. Come on. So that's 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 the thing for um that Crisis on Infinite Earth, what you thought about it, um, but that they when they announced Kevin Conroy, because you probably watched the TV, I mean the animation series when you was a kid, right? Or a teenager. Yes. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I mean I, I 
I, I like that. I, I was, you know, very, very, very positive on that. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, man, yeah, I, I'm excited for it, and which, which is good because I, 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 mean, I follow DC. I, I'm I read more Marvel because I have like the Marvel subscription, so I, I tend to read more Marvel than than DC. But I, I still do follow along. I have a brother-in-law who's really into DC, so you know I'm all, I can always ask him about stuff, and you know, or when something interesting happens, he'll let me know, and I, I'll borrow that from him. You know, and <laughs> read those series and whatnot. So yeah, um, but yeah, but like so, you know, when, when I saw this, I was definitely up on it. Like, okay, good, all right. See, I'm interested. You got, you got my attention. See, someone was talking about, you know, when he's playing the old man Bruce Wayne, maybe there might be like Batman Beyond, you know, Terry McGinnis. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, he's the older Batman. He's the older Bruce Wayne. So they could go that route. Then they announced Burt yeah. Ward from the Adam West Batman. Yeah. They announced him too. Huh. I'm like, wow. Okay. They they really put putting the thing together, dude. I hate to say yeah. this, man. They their crossovers are better than the, I'm saying it Justice League. <laughs> yeah. And Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I mean, they do it right. I mean, the, the CW shows, the Flash and all those guys, they do a pretty good job, man. Yeah, they do. They do. I was watching the the Flash for a while. I, I ended up getting derailed because I was I was watching some of the Riverdale stuff on no, CW. You didn't. So I got. I, I, I am an unabashed uh, Archie fan. Like I still read the well, like the 500 versions of the comics they have now. You know, oh wow! Like the, at, they have the Afterlife with Archie, which is super gruesome and wonderful. They've got, uh, I think it's Jughead: The Hunger, where yeah. he's like a werewolf, and and they got a miniseries uh, out now, Predators versus yeah. Archie. I, matter of fact, I read yes. the first first one. This one out yeah. now is Volume Two. And uh, I mean, I read that it was pretty fun to watch. I mean, fun to read. So I yeah, know some Archie. Yeah, they even made. Oh yeah, like I love it. Like they, they had one. Uh, it's a very short run. It was I think it was called Archie nineteen forty one, and it's you know about like the war and like yeah, I think Jughead like, um, for whatever reason he is ineligible for service, so he sort of stays behind to run pops, and you know, meanwhile Archie goes off to war, and it's. Um, I think it's on like a four issue series or something like that, but I love what they're doing with it. I love that they're trying all these different things. And that's why when I saw, um, you know, the, what was it? Uh, Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, which is a great comic. It's, it's a super gory, like dark comic, um, that that was coming out on. I think it's a Netflix. It's Netflix. I, mean, Netflix I, read, I watched the first yeah. season. It was good. The first season was good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm definitely down for that, uh, but it, it it did derail my um, my arrow because I was also going to start watching. Um, or sorry, the the Flash because uh, you know my wife and I we wanted to watch uh, Arrow as well because you know they had that sort there's sort of the you know the fact that those characters appear in the Flash. We're like, okay, we need to watch this other stuff too. But yeah, uh, we got derailed a little bit, so I'll make my way back there at some point. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, when I heard the news, I think may say Mark Hamill might be attached to it too. You know, no, oh, you know, Mark, have to. I mean, you know, Mark Hamill was, is the Joker in the animation, right? Mm-hmm. In oh, the video yeah. games, you gotta have him. Yeah, yeah, he's just such a good job. That guy can do anything. Yo, he's just so good, you know. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. Um, <laughs> the Joker, the Luke Skywalker. Now he played the voice of Chucky, Child's Play. 
I haven't oh. seen that. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen it, but I he's got to be good at that. Like he's got that he's got the voice for it, you know. He could definitely do that. Yeah, um, dude. I mean, it'd be really really creepy cuz yeah, he just he, he just oozes that sinister, which is just so funny cuz like growing up as a kid, it's like I wanted to be Luke Skywalker, you know. Like, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's then, funny cuz a lot of my friends, like it's cooler now, a lot of my friends were like, they, "Oh, I always wanted to be Han. I always wanted to be Han." I'm like, "No, I I wanted to be Luke, man. I wanted to be the Jedi." <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he was awesome. And then when they return the Jedi, he's all in black and everything with the glove and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just wrecking, wrecking up Jabba's shit. That was great. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, but when I found out he was the Joker many years ago, I was like, wow. You know, his career just, it, it was always um, in the nerd and pop culture, you know. It stayed yep, there. Yeah. It stayed there. Mm-hmm. He, although he did some B-movies sometimes. Oh, he did The Giver. Oh, man. They actually, oh, yeah. They, they actually did a movie from the anime, The Giver. <laughs> oh wow that's right yeah that's right wow yo man i just talking to you and thinking about mark hamill like oh damn he did play that yeah he had played a lot of yeah. b movies man yeah but yeah he hit that stretch in the 90s where there wasn't much for him right i mean like i remember he did uh when he had that guest appearance on the simpsons you're right and uh he was doing like like dinner theater or something like that and I think Homer, I forget, someone was doing something that's kind of upstage, and maybe it was crusty. I don't remember, but he's like, "Hey, <laughs> that's my that's my face next to the Salisbury steak out there." Oh, <laughs> that's like funny. Protecting his territory as a dinner dinner show uh, theater guy. Uh, it, it was so good. That was, it, and it's just like to have the fact that he has that self that, that sense of humor and self awareness that he could do that. You know, it was really really funny, and so it's. At, at every stage of my life, I feel like Mark Hamill's played some kind of role and just really made you proud that you're a fan of Mark Hamill. Yeah, you know? yeah, I totally agree, man. You're right about that. So uh, the, this is it for me, man. Uh, like I said, I guess I said everything I wanted to say um, for this past week. Um, so, um, Ed, I know you and the social media, not like um, um, like some people we know, but how can people <laughs> reach you as far as your social media? Um, best place is, uh, I'm the pugilist on Twitter, uh, T H E and then pugilist as in boxer. Um, and that is probably the best place. You can also go to the neutral which has, that's where we host all the podcasts. And we also have occasionally some written stuff too. Uh, <laughs> uh, we used to have, we had a series for a little bit called past due reviews, which we like, which is where we would, uh, write up reviews of, of old movies. Like, you know, um, like I think, um, Phineas wrote one on um, uh, Swordfish, I think, was maybe that was the one or something. Like, oh. You know, like a decade after it had been out or something. Just when Halle Berry showed her boobs. Like, boobs, huh? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think he was just like, I have stuff to say about this movie, and I know it's 10 years old, so I'm going to write something anyways. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's the best place probably is the neutral corner. I think everything kind of plugs into that. Okay, cool, cool. So mm-hmm. for me, everybody can check me out at um, JustBeingAmos.com. You know, just, just Being Amos podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's all my social media outlets that you can reach me. I hope, um, um, Ed, once again, I appreciate you coming on this show. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully we could do it again. This time we have the um, the – the the furious five or <laughs> or what's yes oh the five daily venoms <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Just being in this.